Welcome to the Reinventing Adulthood podcast by me, Certified Life Coach, Jay Rush. And me, Odin. Hey, this podcast is going to be short and sweet, but essentially it revolves around the tactics that we use to avoid feeling big emotions. And the reason that we avoid those emotions is because they're uncomfortable. Um, Fear and sadness and anger are all really uncomfortable to experience, and we don't like it, and we don't choose it, and we don't want to spend a whole lot of time in it. So we'll find things to avoid going there in the first place. And what that looks like actually is a complete aversion to the feeling itself. So a lot of the times we think we're experiencing a feeling, really we're in avoidance of that feeling. And that's because we have a fear of that level of discomfort. Um, Again, it doesn't feel good physically. There's also all kinds of social stigma around feeling fear and anger and sadness and what that says about us um, and our inability to seemingly frame a positive um, spin on the things that bother us on a day-to-day basis. And so we employ a number of avoidance strategies. And those can include things that we call, um, in the coaching world, we call them buffering. So we'll look at our phones and scroll on social media. We'll watch um, Netflix, do marathon streaming sessions on Netflix. We'll um, go out and get drunk or go get stoned. You know, any of the pursuits of mind-altering highs, like alcohol, cocaine, weed, heroin, methamphetamine, those are all strategies for avoiding... um, deep and unexamined pain in our own lives, and they quickly turn into addiction. Now, maybe it's not always that severe. Even the more innocuous strategies that we utilize to avoid feeling deep discomfort um, can prevent our personal growth. They can prevent our ability to process deep emotions on a meaningful level. Um, And those aversion strategies can often be as simple as working a lot. So taking on a 70-hour work week voluntarily or diving into our work just to avoid certain feelings or processing um, uncomfortable situations. Um, It could be over-exercising, like, hey, I'd rather go ride my bike for four hours than deal with this mess. And let's not confuse these actions with the benefits that they often bring. Um, Working hard is or can be a virtue. Um, Working out can be a virtue. Um, It can bring enormous health benefits and financial benefits to engage in both. But the point is learning to recognize um, when we're engaging in aversion strategies uh, simply to avoid pain. So two things end up being true when we do that. One is that we're not able to learn or grow from that pain because, again, we're avoiding it. And the other thing is we're training further aversion every time we feel that feeling. Um, So what we're actually doing is we're programming kind of an impulse anytime we feel discomfort We're going to go into one of these strategies to avoid it, and it gets easier and easier to do to the point where we rarely even think about it. It becomes subconscious. And let's be frank, that's the case for most of humanity. We've developed a culture around avoiding pain and discomfort. Pay attention to how much you're sold to on the premise that whatever you buy will make your life better. With enough practice, you can actually come to an understanding that none of it is true. And in fact, the only real way towards personal growth is Um, to avoid the impulse of filling in the holes and avoiding the pain and actually engaging in the pain and questioning why it exists in the first place. Pain is necessary. Pain is there for a reason. 
what's fake ultimately are the things that tell us they can make it go away. Another strategy we use to avoid pain is blame or deflection. And this is an important one in terms of really getting a sense of how our thoughts create our feelings and drive our actions and ultimately create our results in the world. So if we are in the act of avoiding pain, even if we're not using some of those earlier avoidance strategies like before, what we'll do is we'll go into the practice of blaming and we'll blame circumstances and we'll blame people and we'll blame the economy and we'll blame the government. We'll blame the pandemic. We'll blame our neighbors. We'll blame our parents. And we'll do so under the assumption that once we assign blame, then the pain will go away. But what if for just a minute, we can assume that pain is good and that we don't have to blame anybody for it? Just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not worth experiencing. And eventually we can learn to develop strength and resilience and self-awareness by engaging in that pain and learning from it. One of the things I do as a coach on a regular basis with virtually all of my clients is address the moment that they made a decision on the basis of avoiding pain and holding that up for them to see how the results ended up being counter to what they really wanted. How that aversion to pain actually seeded emotional control, gave it up to somebody or some circumstance, and how engaging in personal pain actually gives us power. When we give up our personal agency to circumstances that are too uncomfortable or too too painful, we actually make ourselves vulnerable to manipulation, to being leveraged, and to being convinced to do things that we wouldn't otherwise do. And that can gently or abruptly lead us into a constant cycle of action and reaction where we never feel like we're in control of our circumstances. And we never feel like we're in control of our emotional experience. So one of the keys to personal growth is to actually recognize pain when it's on the horizon. We kind of see it creeping up. It's almost like a tidal wave. You can hear the roar as it comes in. And that's usually where most of our minds shut off and we go into aversion strategies. So recognizing it when it's coming, recognizing what it is, and recognizing the impulse, like the physical urge to get away from it, is probably step one. Step two is making a conscious decision to stay with it and process it and be in the moment. If it's fear, we let the fear wash over us. If it's anger, we feel the anger course through us. We feel the trembling and the tension. If it's sadness, we allow ourselves to cry and be sad and grieve. Um, Once we're able to do that, then actually the need to fall into aversion strategies goes away. We don't need drugs and alcohol. We don't need to look at our phones. We can sit comfortably in discomfort. We can actually own it. Um, The ability to do so gives us access to the next level of personal growth. It gives us agency over our emotional experience, and it makes us resilient to the influences of other people or circumstances. So we're able to take command of our experience once again. Like I said, short and sweet. I just wanted to get this out there to you guys. I think it's so important. Um, I also mentioned this comes up virtually every day with one of my clients. And we choose not to avoid the concept in coaching because it is the key to next level development. You cannot go anywhere without addressing these uncomfortable emotions and processing them in a healthy way. 
Thanks so much, everybody that's listening. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. If you have any questions at all, reach out to me at jrushcoaching on Instagram, Facebook, or www.jrushcoaching.com. I am available for a free consultation call. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to the newsletter, um, or you can sign up for one-on-one coaching with me, Jay Rush. Thank you.